welcome to Kardashian at the podcast about all things Kardashian. I'm Jessica Jardin. And I'm Marcy Jarrow. Guys, you missed. <laughs> we started an hour ago. And we're having a morning. We're having a morning. We're doing this Saturday morning. Everyone's <laughs> we, being lazy, including our internet. My, we got, we started recording. My internet crapped out. Uh, we got it back up and running. Uh, then we gabbed, and now we're back. We so. were just laughing about. Uh, uh, we're not going to read it, but someone really got upset with us. <laughs> I think I'm going to read it. Should we just read it? It's a little funny, and I guess it's like a, a thing. Like, yeah, like if I want to yeah, read it, not to be mean, I because, but I want to read it because. So I just think it's... To dissect it a little bit. Yeah, it's just, okay. I think... So we... I'm going to read it. Um, And this is not meant to... You you guys, we love you. You know we love you. And honestly, our criticizing goes both ways though yes. and that this is like you know well, and i think that it so the thing was why we were chatting about this is because on a recent episode we were more pointed in our criticism of our current president um and so we had chatted about afterwards like how we you know just what that means and the expectation of it and because it's certainly not like we're avoiding, but it's not really what this podcast is about. Um, but we it does overlap, it overlap so much, you know, and especially the Kanye of it all. And and so so anyways, we had chatted about it. And then I think we were both like pleasantly surprised and, and grateful. It didn't seem to ruffle any feathers. And you guys get us. And I think there's a lot of probably overlap or even if you don't agree with us, maybe just not surprised. Also, in our everyone is entitled to their own opinion and yes. vote. Go to vote.org to make sure you're registered. Make sure no matter who you want to vote for, truly don't care. Go to vote.org. Check your registration status. Figure out how like if you need a mail-in ballot, that's where you can find out all that information. Everything you could ever ask because you never know when things get purged it just happens in different states like it just truly does so go check your registration know what to do on election day because it's so fastly approaching and there's going to be cutoff dates in in different states very soon anyway so and and like i had not realized i had accidentally signed up for permanent vote by mail so like last one of the last ones i showed up to do in person they i had to do provisional because i didn't realize that it had come in the mail problem and i had already changed it and it didn't go through that's why it's good but if you if you do like whatever, just bring if you get a mail in ballot and you go vote in person, bring the mail in with you because you turn it in. And also provisional uh, ballots are safe. Don't worry about it. But yes. um, but anyways, we're not here to make fun of any of our listeners, but I truly must share this comment that Marcy and I got um, because it's well, I'll just read it. Yeah. Um, so the comment says i mean you guys can all go read this this is a public forum yeah it's so. public. we're not telling anyone's secret this isn't an email to us no. this, this is, is a public a- review we got one yes. star the t- the subject line is l which i don't really track but i think that's a loss <laughs> i'm we're taking, taking it as a loss taking the l so we're not gonna say their name so. not gonna say their name this is the comment <laughs> <laughs> this first okay Okay. i am unsubscribing again (laughs) thank you for subscribing rate review (laughs) i would die to know what we did to get this person back okay i'm sure it was i'm sure it was me both times i'm positive it was me okay sorry sorry. i am unsubscribing Unsubscribing again again Okay, I'm sorry. I've lost it. Who are you to lecture us about how and who to vote for? 
your city, county, metro area, and state are in a wicked state of decay and filth. <laughs> this, meaning, this meaning Los Feliz, Los Angeles, LA County. That's your own commentary. That is not what she's yeah, saying. Yeah, 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 that's what I'm saying. That's just to clarify what what uh, city, county, metro area, and state she was referring to. Uh-huh, okay, uh-huh. your city, county, metro area, and state are in a wicked state of decay and filth. How is voting D working out for you? It's only a matter of time before Democrats will be increasing property sales and income taxes. I guess on the bright side, property values are falling and the freeways are open because no what? one is wo- what. <laughs> No one is working or they have left the state. Stick to the Kardashian news and not (laughs) diagnosing Kanye's mental state. What? Okay. Talking about a very different thing. (laughs) That's the review. You can go read it. There are other negative reviews, guys. It happens. Yeah, it's it totally happens. fair. We we accept it. You don't have to like us. You definitely don't have to listen to us. It's a, definitely a choice you should make. Yes. Yes. Make your choices. <laughs> Let your voice be heard. Vote.org. Check your status. <laughs> However, I feel like never once in my life have I ever brought up property values of los angeles county and what i care about them at all i, I mean not on this podcast in real life sure i but mean like, jessica and i are both renters this is <laughs> like we're not in that demographic for buying like we we're not there i just this the review is just it's a real bounty of of uh, opinions and uh yeah i, I don't I don't care much about property value. I mean, I care. I would love to. It's own just a like home. A, an interesting, like, it's just point not the take I expected on an iTunes review or Apple Podcast. Didn't and expect also, it. We never diagnosed Kanye. He told us his diagnosis, and he, so has him. He has put it on the cover of his album, right? Honestly, uh, I'm I'm positive this person is listening again because they probably resubscribed <laughs> at some point, maybe down the line, a few months later. When you're like, you kind of maybe even forgot. Yes, I sometimes forget why I get mad at a podcast. We do, uh, we do. Yeah. Um, uh, so you're coming back, and we just want to say, like, hey, no. Hopefully, you're not mad at us. Still, we're not <laughs> mad at you. You gave me a hearty chuckle. Um, I, I, I won't think lie. You, I do think this comment is meant for some other part of your life and not actually us. <laughs> it was i also really don't think we have ever told you guys who to vote for i think it's pretty obvious that we are probably not trump supporters but i i definitely would never tell uh anyone to vote who to vote for um we don't yeah and and it's we're not lecturing i don't think so uh but we are uh people that are existing and alive right now Um, in in one of the worst times in the history of humanity (laughs) in the north americas and i will say this i shouldn't say that because they're like someone said uh white people are very confused because they feel like they're going through the apocalypse and people of color have gone through many apocalypses true true there's been genocides there's been worse things than we've experienced so like absolutely so like so yes north america has actually had (laughs) multiple apocalypses but i will just say and marcy and i had talked about this separately before this review came in that this is our podcast and this is we are sharing our lives we talk about we talk about our friends our families our pets our feelings our emotions and maybe no one cares yeah but the point 
But the point is that if the if it's some piece of the political aspect over it, it also in the case of Trump, it does overlap with the Kardashians, mm-hmm. like to what you're saying. So anyways, it's not a defense. There's no defensive take on it. This, the but uh it, I wouldn't it, take it, a thing I said back. So no, no. And I and there are things that we we have taken, you know, yeah. we've addressed and corrected, and I'm always, always happy to learn and do that. But um yeah, it, it just more than anything, I just it, it's it like needs to be Leah. shared. Leah from the Housewives said it best. She said, I will apologize for things I have done, but not for who I am. I love it. I love it. Leah. Leah Mob. (laughs) Leah Mob, we love you. I love, I'm, I can't even talk about Housewives this week. I'm so upset about Dorinda. I can't. Too much, but we got it. We got to cover this family. We have yes. stuff. This that, we're here to talk Kardashians. Thank that you was for our that. Catch up. And thank you for <laughs> indulging our self indulgence. I guess. And to the and to the listener who who is uh, on and off with us in an in an it's complicated relationship with us. I hope. Uh, yeah, I hope we're able to provide some entertainment for you. And if we're not for you, uh, you're probably long gone. So. Um, uh, I think she's back and I miss you <laughs> and I'm glad you're back. And I, like I said, we can all, I, you're like any family member I have. Yeah. Also, you're honestly, you are my family now, now that you disagreed with me that hard, you now are my family. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And also I think that's the freeing piece of this time. Like I did a thing this week where I went back through every so often I go through all the um, Instagram accounts I've muted and I try to remember why I muted them. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah. And a lot of them I can't remember. And so I'm like, uh, Oh, look, let's get you back in the fold. Um, and that's part of how it goes. I muted Kylie for like three weeks and then I was like, I miss Kylie. And now I'm back. Um, so you it won't know, take long. You'll be, I know. <laughs> and that, that, that piece of power in this moment of like powerlessness, I think is important. So I exercise it, but you know, for everybody but else, you, too. you have class cause you just mute people. You don't unfollow. I don't like the unfollow cause I have unfollowed and regretted it or I've unfollowed and, uh, it's, you know, and then the person goes private or and then you can't even snoop. So, you yeah. know, it's you gotta, terrible. The, the mute button is, I think, a great, an incredible advancement technologically. And I'm all I'm here for it. Uh, OK, let's get into the week. Um, just a reminder that the season premiere ha- is coming up. It's around the corner. It's the 17th. Is you that know, or the tenth? Why don't I, gotta, I know? I gotta look at a Why calendar. Why did I bring up a thing that I was? I not don't prepared? know when Thursdays happen, so it's gonna be September. This is how it takes for my GCal to load. <laughs> It Sorry. is coming back September 17th. We should just That's put right. it in our notes, Jess. That's my dad's, <laughs> my dad's birthday. So everybody, I'm sure that Chris wanted that to align with uh, Ian Jarden's birth. That's how we'll remember Honestly, it. You said this exact same thing last time. We exactly. should have remembered this. That's why, that's why I felt confident. And then I suddenly <laughs> double uh, second guess myself. Okay. So the premiere is uh, the week of it's on september 17th um we're so excited there's so much to catch up on we'll experience the pandemic through their privileged uh eyes there'll be self-shooting um and in the meantime we're continuing to watch season five of keeping up with the kardashians which is what we're going to recap later but let's hop into some news News. um this is sort of Speaking of, like, to the pandemic of it all, there was an article, um, which publication? In W Magazine. Remember John Remember John? 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 Yes. Is you mean that W? No, that was, oh, that was, his magazine was George Magazine. 
Uh, but still, do you remember? <laughs> I was like, I was like, I do. Absolutely. It has nothing to do with W Magazine. I don't his, remember. His, yes. Yeah, his, it's, I think it's long defunct, but it was called George. But yeah. Okay. R.I.P. John R. I. P. Jr. R. I. P. Um, he wasn't to- John John? No. He was. Okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyway, another magazine, W. <laughs> <laughs> They're talking about this celebrity bubble at Nobu, which is using the term bubble incorrectly, but about how many celebrities have been seen out and about especially our dear kardashian we brought it up we brought this up on the pod that we are like what is going on at nobu now nobu is following guidelines so no indoor dining but you're allowed to use their restroom inside obviously or else you can't have like a license to be a restaurant so okay so but we've seen all of the car Jenners there. Like yeah, they literally, I thought when you put this in news, I was about to put in that last night, Friday night, um, Scott and Courtney were there and they had narrowly missed a run in with Sophia Richie. Yes. Because like they're saying in this article, like Nobu is a very like popular among the rich um, restaurant. It's it is delicious. Japanese. It's great. I've been to the one in Vegas. I've never been to Malibu. But it's hard to get in. Like right now, it's people can't like they can't cannot get, get reservations. And in fact, a bunch of TikTokers have been calling, pretending to be Kendall. <gasps> so it's happened so much that they've had to implement a password for Kendall. Oh but my Kendall, god! That Kendall is going there so much. She has yes. a password with Nobu. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, they've yeah. So they're all like going there, and other celeb Leo is there with the with the biggest hood that anyone has ever worn. <laughs> one of his twenty three year old girlfriends, of course. Um, we've seen like they also talk about <laughs> Justin Bieber having a large party at his house, just not about Nobu at all, but about how desperate these people are one, to be both the paparazzi and these you know celebrities to one do what they want to do yep and to be seen i mean we this is an this is an imperative piece of la living is and the celebrity industrial complex is being photographed entering and exiting restaurants that is like how people's ascent is documented how we know somebody's at a certain level also that that we understand the news is broken that way for celebrities you see couples out together you see somebody's pregnant you see they have an engagement ring like that piece of like photographing celebrities outliving their lives is like the it's an it's not only just a business but it's like in terms of the money it generates from the photos and all that and tabloids but it's also like how they telegraph news and work with publicists work with like designers work with so it it i can't even imagine yeah the bottleneck that it's basically creating on nobu <laughs> also like there is like a weird thing that i think happens with celebrities and that they have to isolate social media at some point yes so even though they're putting things out there um they they need to not let themselves be as accessible even if you think you can comment and reply they probably try not to look at those like yeah and so i have a friend that is sort of celebrity-esque and once a week she will text me are we still quarantining because she is so out of the loop with what the daily vibe is 
that she truly doesn't know. <laughs> Are we still quarantined? And truly, there's not like a great place to get that information. There's not like a centralized messaging of like, what is it? Because our numbers aren't great. No. They're, they're going down, but they're going down from a very high, high well, place. So. And people are doing different things in different ways and primarily not posting a lot. And so, yes. so I could imagine it's like, I, there is this feeling of like, what are normal people doing? <laughs> yeah. And so I believe that for a lot of these celebrities, they're like, oh, celebrities are going to Nobu. That's fine. Okay, great. We're just not posting it. Yes. yes. But I did. But this is it's this answers a lot. I can't wait to read this. I didn't I didn't know that's what this was. It's not I have like, wondered like what yeah. specifically is because there is no shortage of beautiful gorgeous fancy restaurants with outdoor areas and there is something specifically happening with nobu that well, i felt was like they, car Jenner related but yeah is broader. Well, they kind of bring up the point that malibu is lovely and it's a one horse town when it comes to restaurants there's like five yes it is very small that's a yeah. very interesting thing for anybody who has not been here um i like malibu is different than you think it's like uh there is no real like town town to it and it is just sort of like uh, yep. it's like the the one highway and like a very fancy outdoor mall and i think they things. like have literally three grocery stores a pavilions which is up by pepperdine and then they have uh like a whole foods and one other cute little market that i go to every time i go to the beach up there yes uh, it's just there isn't that much to it and then of course there's moon shadows which is, sugar tits is historically <laughs> i'm sure against their wishes forever connected with uh, mel gibson's drunken meltdown where he yeah he said horrible things and he called a female police officer sugar tits and, and by the way moon shadows rules if you if anybody ever wants to go the food is delicious it's really fun it's well great. that's how that anti-semite got so drunk <laughs> I, they're good it's drinks. too fun uh, i also love dukes up there i love dukes, oh, dukes is wonderful it's dukes a hawaiian is of, yeah is part of a chain um yeah that if you've ever been in hawaii there's chemos in maui and then there's a great one in they're all on on water on bodies of water and in uh lake tahoe there's one called Sunnyside, i think and it's the same idea they're they're beautiful they're like big deck restaurants um, um anyways right. uh, so Go for Moving it. on. Um, I, I, can't, I just want to hear your thoughts on this. So we, we know, we all know, we all know, we all know that Tristan and Chloe are back together. Somehow and they kind of, they put it out there too, they put right? It out there. And they've yeah. also, they have, we're, it's being treated like this is not confirmed, which is driving me a bit batty. But um, we know they're together. They're, they've been together. They're together. So, but anyways, uh, Chloe posted uh, like a very thirsty, very sexy bikini pic. She's really feeling herself. Also, though, this is an advertisement. That's exactly what it needs to be. This isn't yes. just like a run of the mill. I'm in a bikini. This is selling her own clothes. Yes, yes, so yes. So I give her no dings for this thirst I don't strap. ding it at all. I mean, Jessica, her... you were furious. Oh, I can't, couldn't stop screaming. <laughs> about it no she her, she looks i mean her she body looks she looks incredible um and yeah and the, and all her stuff her um a lot of the good american stuff looks great like she's a sweats like sweatpants and a whole look like a bunch of shit like now, all their stuff looks great the price point is a little high but a little they high. are in size inclusive 
There we go. I I'm a, I'm I'm here for it. I'm here for Chloe in general. Um, she's not irritating me. Um, so today. she today. So she posts uh, the bikini pic uh, and it says "Good swim back in stock now" in all caps. Um, and then Scott tags Scott Disick. Just everybody knows this, but quick reminder: her sis, the father of her sister's three children, yes. um, tags Tristan and puts at real Tristan 13 is a lucky man. So So, weird. So people were, people were like, Oh my God, it's confirmed. Scott confirmed it. Scott confirmed it. Yes, I guess. People magazine confirmed it. But also I was like second to the confirmation. I know that's always been Scott and Chloe's vibe. It's been like a little off in that way, but I don't know. What's your take? I was just like, if I commented on like, I don't know. I just feel like it's so weird. Like if I commented on my sister's husband's Instagram, like, Ooh, Emily's a lucky, lucky gal. I think that's fucking weird. Like, I think, I think she would be like, I know my sister listens to the podcast. <laughs> like Emily, tell me what you would think if I commented on Mo's Instagram, like, Ooh, achi machi. <laughs> Honestly, I know friends of ours. If we did it, they would never speak to us again. <laughs> exactly. I just think it's like, it's, Honestly, it's a, they might actually come after us physically. Too. <laughs> I just, I know that's their deal. These two people, but it just made me feel weird. I was like, that that he's perving on Chloe. It's like, I can't stop. Yeah, remember when they took a bubble bath together? I always think about the Lord and the Lady podcast that was never released. Um, it was no doubt garbage. Look, I've said it before, and I will. I'll stand by it. I do not like incest. And I, and even if it's incest once removed, this is incest once removed. And I don't like it either. I hate it. The family stone. Um, (laughs) But I think for Chloe and Scott, I kind of want it for them. (laughs) Maybe that's what I'm really failing to just admit to myself is that I don't mind it. (laughs) <laughs> although scott is like an amalgamation of both of her exes though how like lamar had that kind of like family sad like he needs us yes. vibe, uh and an addiction and, and cheating though and then tristan is like this handsome guy who like is the whole package but he can't keep it together yes so i mean the big difference is scott is white but other than that and he's tiny comparatively she likes a big men a giant we learned in this week's episode a bit about the way the kardashian women view the how they choose their men by yes. the way which i <laughs> loved which we'll get to but um yeah i think so it's we, weird though i think it's yeah. weird okay and then we have um the i love this this is not not i'm almost just surprised it hadn't already been done chris has filed to trademark the phrase you're doing amazing sweetie on various products this week so this is about 14 15 years too late i know i was like chris if if we had kylie trademarking rise and shine a week after she like the it became a thing i'm like where have you been this phrase has been everywhere especially in the last year or two for anyone who you guys know this the iconic phrase was delivered during a 2007 episode um where she where kim is posing for playboy and uh chris is taking photos from the side it was 
kind of recently became, I feel like, a part of the mix of we know that with Kanye calling uh, Chris out for the Playboy episode. But even so the-, the Ariana Grande video where yeah. she, yeah, where she's filming Ariana, like it's all like nods to that. So it's been out there for a long time and she's just trademarking it. It just makes me think she's actually the greediest woman alive. Well, listen to this. So Jenner's trademark will apply to clothing items such as coats, dresses, footwear, headwear, headwear, jackets, jumpers, loungewear, rompers, scarves, and even baby onesies. It will also apply to hairbrushes, home decor, baby carriers, (laughs) journals, calendars, and greeting cards. Is she starting like a mommy line? Like a... It does make me think that maybe there is like that's a a considerable amount of like baby stuff and kids stuff. If she's not starting her own like... um like matriarch line of maybe all. that's what it is it's like it, a like a whole like a whole you know yeah, like lifestyle line probably going into like yeah target or Kohl's or something could be the name of it but if she's not doing that then truly the greediest woman alive yeah, absolutely i mean you know i think we've really <laughs> rounded a corner on her we we see we see her <laughs> i mean uh, Look, do I respect it? Sure. But do I hate it? Yes. Do they probably have enough money? I think so. Me think so. <laughs> me think so. Yeah. Okay. So take me through this uh, Sophia Richie party. Birthday. Okay. So Sophia Richie turned what? 12 this week. I don't even know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I think it's, a, it's her. Uh, well, she might be getting her license 22nd. or her permit. <laughs> Is it her 22nd birthday? Could be. I, the article just stopped loading, but so she <laughs> it is 22nd. I have it. 22nd birthday. And she took some, they had a birthday trip to Cabo San Lucas because rich people do not experience the same effects of a global pandemic that we do and mexico is one of the only countries one of like the six countries that is allowing americans into their land it's also been i I looked it up because i was curious about going and it is actually listed as a is i mean i don't know but it's listed as a do not travel like we're not supposed to go because of the covid situation so it's like yes it's like a complete they're having a completely different reality (laughs) different reality uh and kylie did not go she did not attend and people are speculating why this is from us weekly they say that you know while chloe no sorry while courtney has no issue with sophia ritchie she doesn't care we know that she barely has emotions courtney's busy with that tiktoker addison ray or whatever she's busy yeah she adopted a tiktoker (laughs) Uh, she's busy (laughs) so people are like so kylie did not go for courtney kylie didn't go for scott because she and sophia are still cool Mm. but she thinks it would have hurt scott's feelings for her to go with an ex and i think kylie is like one I do believe that Kylie's like, I'm not going to rock the boat with family in this way. Yeah, I get it. Also, I have so many friends in a billion dollars that like Sophia is not going to be mad at me. No, they're fine. They're all fine. She also looked like Kylie was in Paris uh, anyway. Oh, yes. With her non-boyfriend, Fi. There you go. Which takes us to that. So 
as much as we've been seeing Phi Kadra, Kadra, um, I just, uh, I've never heard his name out loud. I apologize. Um, we've been seeing them together all summer. We've seen them in the desert. We've seen them in Paris. Now we've seen Phi with Courtney many times, but he is not dating Kylie. She is co-parenting with Travis and she just likes to post pictures with a handsome man in mom jeans. And and the way and they're definitely stoking the gossip because this is the second uh, these, these these most recent pics of them in Paris, which I laughed at because I think it is a very drab photo. And it's, it's very like funny. dead. They're like standing next to dead plants. <laughs> it's like these like smokestacks and bricks and like a like a just an old ass church and a fence. And, and Kylie is just like creaming her jeans, grinding against fire. Her tits are like pushed up to the sky. I mean, she looks hot as hell, of course, in these mom jeans. And, um, and it's just such a truly dingy little background. I feel no knock on, on this place, but, um, uh, yeah. And they, they did this with those, with their, those last photos where he has his hand on her hip. Um, yeah. I feel. And so it's meant to look a bit coupley, I think. What's your theory on what, on why? I think, uh, I think that the, I truly just think it's that they know. I don't, I, that the, I think it's just to send a rumor mill going, you know, I think Kylie, I think Kylie likes, uh, people not knowing her or guessing about her and Travis. I think she really does control her privacy to like, I mean, she hit a whole pregnancy. Um, and I think that rich people get bored and this is fun for them. I think all that is true. In addition, I think it's, she's doing a solid for Phi. Oh, like raise, I, just in raising his profile. I think she remembers the pictures of Britney Spears and Paris Hilton hanging out with Kim Kardashian before Kim Kardashian was uh, on the radar. And uh, I think she knows this is like a helpful thing to do for her buddy. And maybe her buddy's looking into getting into more modeling or getting absolutely. into like a reality show of his own. So I mean, the monetary and like professional leap that we know that this to your point like to the Paris and Kim of it all like that those associations like friend of Kylie to mm-hmm. be a to be an FOK I mean I'm sure you immediately look at like Stassi I mean I didn't know no there is we would never know who the fuck Stassi even is probably we would never have spent one second talking about her if she were not a friend of Kylie and yeah. so yeah I'm sure it is like a an enormous lift and like that they yeah that they immediately get approached for a zillion things absolutely so right. so that's my theory sharing sharing the the bright light of her fame how is very altruistic yeah and I think they I think they do this often like food god why would we ever have to know about what he's doing and why would we ever have to know Kim makes us she makes us because he has some sort of dirt on her and God, I can't wait to find out what he has on on that family. All right. Um, last bit of news. I'm actually bit. very excited about this. So we know somebody. I think I told you this. Uh, I know. We have. Yeah, we have a friend who worked on this show. Um, and so the trailer is finally here. Uh, it's the 
the home edit who are the the beloved organizational queens um, have a show on Netflix called Get Organized with the Home Edit where A-listers and everyday people welcome the two women Clea and Joanna um, into their cluttered spaces so it's a celebrity home organization show and Chloe is one of the stars who yes. whose home they work on and obviously um, they've been in her home many 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 times that is who has done all their pantries yep those very so, classic kardashian pantries that we now know so well but they i like the home edit a lot i follow them on instagram and they do admit that they stole the rainbow aesthetic from someone else but they were oh. like well they're like let's give credit to the people that we are being inspired by so they did a post they're very like trying to be progressive they're also like very sassy like um someone commented that they didn't like that i was doing this and let me just tell you guys <laughs> it's a joke and i'm like <laughs> they you could tell they're like already embracing their new level of fame to be like we don't need you <laughs> we don't, mean, you don't have to agree with us we have a netflix show we have more money now than we ever thought we needed yes i mean if you're doing the kardashians and also so that you also see reese witherspoon's home and actually reese witherspoon is the ep so it's her show her hello sunshine production company um yeah they're doing just fine I'm but sure. they are i think i think everyone if you like Marie Kondo for like, I, I love a before and after of whatever uh, you're doing. Yes. So if you liked her, but you want to uh, like, this is not the same tonally because it is like American. It's like Southern women with some sass. But I think if you love to see people organize stuff, you're going to love this show. I think it's great. I, I mean, guys, did I, did I have my pants folded condo style for eight months and then finally realized I it drove me crazy absolutely <laughs> uh but did I love that show absolutely I think that the, those are such such a satisfying kind of programming um and and the person we know that worked on the show said that I think that they're really lovely people so yeah. um just a shout out to that and we'll see some more of um Chloe's home and that's the news I mean, I don't know how you organize something that's that organized, but whatever. I mean, <laughs> well, her close CD, though, Marcy, you know, which is that funny thing. Yeah. A close <laughs> CD. It's so Our, funny. It's funny. It's, it's not funny. a real It's not a real thing that really ruins people's lives and, <laughs> yeah. and makes them feel like shit and requires medication and therapy. And it's not funny at all. <laughs> yeah. Close CD. All right. It's funny. <laughs> Shall we recap? Let's recap. Season five of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Episode two. We're in it. We are in it. The, these these people are living large, Marcy. These are Ugh. rich people problems have finally arrived. Now, I think a lot of people can agree. And did we talk about it last week that this is one of the best eras for Kim's look? Oh, this is. I was remembering that this this is when the mold was made. This was when. This is the iconic when I think when I would like think of the Kardashians for many years, it was this era. And especially when they were all brunette, they are all doing the same kind of blowout. And yes, Kim's look is iconic, I think, and in this time. To no one's surprise, Mario makes an appearance. Uh, baby Mario. And I think that's why he became who he is, because he created this very beautiful 
like revamp of a glam Hollywood look on this reality star. And it was like a kind of, I think, I think you, you, I don't think I know you are 100% right because I think in terms of makeup and style, there's really, there was not this kind of everyday glam that like women really walked around with. And it was like, and I, I know you remember if you lived in LA you suddenly saw this look like there were so many Kim Kardashians. Um, And also there are like a lot of women and Armenian women who look like Kim Kardashian. Um, And it was so, uh, I think like replicated, you know, like it was such, and obviously people still try to look like the Kardashians, but this was like, you could see it. You could look at a woman and be like, Oh, she's like doing Kim. You follow that account that is uh, opening nights from the 90s. Yes, it's a great account. If you go look at it, it's great. The fashions are great. The makeup, though, is what stands out the most. Yeah. And for anybody who doesn't know, it's red carpet. um, It's red carpet, like Getty images from like the 90s primarily. Right. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Will you tell me what will you look up the link? uh, But uh, or the Instagram handle. But I think what's so great about it is that um when you see the people so often you see red splotchy faces Mm -hmm. the makeup is just like it's not bad it's what people look like but it is not this airbrush perfection and and i think the kardashians are not solely responsible but you can even find some like paris hilton looking busted you know with bad makeup (laughs) before so kim is like really like upped the makeup game and it really truly was it's called at night openings thank you thank you thank you at night openings um but it's i also do think i mean this is where we got into the world of contouring and like that that became a like a day a thing that people were doing in their day-to-day lives and not just like celebrities and 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 on sets and stuff like yeah a lot of i think what i think you could argue that what ended up becoming the realm of like there is so much at home makeup and and tutorial and like people who have learned like you feel comfortable doing and learning like what was really only like professional makeup i think that this was part of that era of like women learning and teaching because of this look that like now you kind of had to really do a specific way I must say, though, that I don't think it's actually I think this style is new, but I had a sister who dabbled in modeling as a teen. So I certainly saw my mom every season would have us go. There was a guy who would come into Louisiana from Boca Raton and he at the Lancome counter would do like, here's what your fall look is. Oh, I remember this whole thing. Yeah. My mom would make me go. Once I started high school, she she enforced a rule where I had to wear makeup because you never know who you're going to meet. It's a very Southern thing. But I was not interested at all. I very much rebelled against, uh, all the like uh that is very, appearance that's so funny a mom making her daughter wear makeup okay sorry go on so my mom and my sister my sister especially has always had like flawless makeup and like known techniques no and see I, I didn't it was like i feel like i grew up in a time where it was just like your if you had an older sister she would t- teach you some or just you gleaned it from friends remember there was no internet that's how old 
I am. Um, and and then I remember a friend of mine became a makeup artist, worked at Barney's for YSL at the counter. Oh. And so she was like, I, I would like brag about it constantly because I was like, I learned a lot of what are pretty basic things. But I remember it was like I had an inside tip because I had a friend who was an actual makeup artist and worked mm. for a makeup brand. But um, yeah, so it was all cobbled together. You didn't just go, you didn't just go click and watch your tutorials and learn how to do it from the celebrities guys okay our eyebrows were such a mess back then you have no idea just the little weirdest sperms oftentimes just sitting right there above your eyeballs two funny little sperms (laughs) just right before my senior pictures i decided so the very front of my eyebrows by the bridge of my nose i have these little like they, they go up, which is actually kind of a look now to have those yeah, like wild I love it. feathery. They they go up. So I, brow. I wanted them to all lay, you know, horizontal, right? Yeah. Yeah. Horizontal, Flat, yeah. Uh, you know, so they go across. So what I did was I plucked them out and I look like I have something <laughs> wrong with me or like a Cro-Magnon woman in my <laughs> senior pics because I like took off like an eighth of an inch on each side of the where my brows would come to the middle of my face so i would it would literally be a desired goal would be to basically have like one hair that then touches the next hair that then touch like you would stitch together an eyebrow basically with like like eight single hairs and be very proud and you would like line them all flat it was a different time you know, was it we Gwen just... Stefani's fault? I do think Gwen is a, a major <laughs> culprit. I do blame Gwen on a large level for a lot of my poor fashion, yeah, and yeah. beauty and all of it. Um, anyway, so okay. this this episode, not this all episode. of not all of my bad makeup um, and <laughs> face stuff. So this we have two storylines essentially, and the mm-hmm. first one is Lamar is a basketball player, and everyone wants tickets to the Lakers game. Oh, their life is so hard because Chloe has to figure out what to do about and, Laker tickets. And then the second one is Kim Sing. Oh no, <laughs> that's what I mean. It's like these are very funny problems uh, that they're facing in this ish- in this episode. Yeah. <laughs> So the opening, the cold open, we have Chris. She is buttering Lamar up. She is like fetching him water, fetching him whatever, uh, whatever he wants, because she wants playoff tickets for the whole family. It's great. I I I think this is a great Chris episode. Oh, I yeah. was like, this is a peak era of Chris. Uh, she is delivering the hijinks. She is delivering absolutely, uh, absolutely. A lot, a lot, a lot. Um, and we learn that that Chloe has four tickets. That's how this works. That she yes. that basically Chris tries to ask if uh well if basically if because they're a big family, does Lamar get more tickets? To which Chloe has to remind him that remind Chris that no, the NBA doesn't work like that. They don't <laughs> go look at the family size and then decide based off of how many how big your in-laws family oh is. Oh my gosh. Oh, so funny. There is like a certain like nouveau rich cockiness that happens where you're like, you're just making enough money where like I'm rich and people are like, You're not yet though. Um, <laughs> So we have on air with Ryan Seacrest and 
He's asking all three sisters, what is life going to look like a year from now? And Chloe's like, pregnant. Courtney's like, pregnant. And Kim's like, single NBA players are too tall. (laughs) This was fascinating. We learned that Kim is not dating, uh, but that she doesn't that she doesn't like NBA players because they're too tall, which I didn't know about Kim in terms of, we learn a lot about Kim's preferences. I mean, Um, Jessica, think about how to frame those photographs. It's very funny. It Uh, won't work on a red carpet. It just doesn't work. Like, and Kim is doing nothing but except thinking of that exact scenario. And so you're right. So she, uh, which makes sense. And she never, I don't believe, no, that's not true. Chris Chris was an NBA player. Duh. I was going to say she never dated one, but. And it um, didn't last. Didn't last. Didn't last. 72 days. Oh my goodness. So. Kim is a is a bit of a sad sack. Is not dating. We're setting up how sad and lonely Kim is, but also most, that her standards are too high, which is great. I like that they added that piece. So because it it normally I've found this storyline pretty snoozy otherwise because we know Kim is like oh I don't know the most desirable woman alive. Um, so she comes over to hang out with Courtney and Chloe brings just bags and bags of food. Nobody clearly walked through this plan beforehand. I know. <laughs> only to find out that the two of them are, well, they're busy. They're booked and busy. Yeah. Uh, Chloe's ha- Chloe's going to have a date with Lamar. Courtney's going to hang out with Scott and basically is like, here, do you want to just hang out with my baby? Pawns <laughs> Mason off. Chloe calls Kim the old woman who lives in a shoe. And it's not correct because the old woman who lives in a shoe had so many children, she didn't know what to do. That's right. She, the phrase, the way she remembered it was, yeah, you're like the old woman who lives in the shoe who had nothing to do. (laughs) (laughs) Not what the old woman in the shoe was doing. Well, maybe she was saying, you know, earlier in life, before all the kids, she had... You're like the young woman in the shoe. Yeah, she (laughs) didn't remember that she doesn't know what to do she just was like you don't have anything to do we've talked about this before but chloe's like either lack of knowledge around like known phrases or isms or misphrasing is is a real delightful easter egg constantly from jump the shark we there was one recently that really made us laugh but she's but the one recently she was using correctly you're right you're right but i don't Uh, remember what it was but i like that whether she's right or wrong it doesn't shy her away from using it so absolutely not confident um so yeah then they they're they start pushing on uh, kim to start dating that she should date she should date she should get out there um and she doesn't want to then we get it's just the funniest to me the funniest exchange of the whole episode where we see our baby mario in kim's glam room at her house she started the whole glam room thing and chris walks in and she (laughs) said kim the first thing she says to her mother is don't you think your eyes are too smoky for every day (laughs) which to be fair they absolutely are there it is full black shadow lids Uh it's not it's not a smoky eye it's full black shadow on her lids and she's pulling it off but it is but then the response from chris is yeah i'm going through a phase (laughs) you know it's very funny because it's bitchy when kim says it but i have said hundreds of times 
I do not like people wearing liner on their lower lid during the day and I will <laughs> die on this hill. If you have a dark smudge under your eye, it's making you look tired. That's a nighttime look. It's a nighttime look, guys. It's um, bringing your eye down. That's not what you want at work. You want to look alert. I agree with you. I couldn't agree more. It <gasps> is such a very, it's a delightful mother daughter exchange. And then Chris starts. Now this is just, we got to spend a second. I with. loved, I loved it. Jess. Chris starts listing single celebrities that to gauge Kim's interest. And Ooh boy, do we learn what Kim Kardashian thinks about a few famous men? It was, we great. have Gerard Butler. No, but I no. don't remember the reason why barf. Was that what you said? Ew. Barf. Barf. <laughs> we have Luke Wilson. That's another very grossed out response. Yeah. And then we have A-Rod to which Kim says, I feel like everyone's boned him. Yeah. She's like cute, but I feel like everyone's already boned him. Sorry, J-Lo. In I the mean, future. this is true. Cause this is like in the midst of him, like boning Cameron Diaz and boning. Yeah. Like this was like, she's not wrong. No. But and I, I think we had talked about this, I think on the pod before, like I know a woman who hooked up with him. He was like a fake hat was, there was a whole, there's a whole story that has been told that of like that you, you leave, there's a gift bag for you in a limo. And nice. like after you've hooked up, it's waiting for you. And it's like, I, I these have been floating around for a long time. It just made me laugh so hard. How nice to have a gift bag. Leo uh, brings girls home, puts on noise canceling headphones <laughs> and then vapes while they do their thing on him. <laughs> it's so funny. But it's so um, funny. And I love that people are just like, oh, yeah, I had sex with a celebrity and this is the weird thing they do. You deserve it. If you're having sex with normal people, man, that, it, that's, part of, that's part of it. If you're doing it like it's takeout food. Yes, exactly. No, the A-Rod story, I'd always heard it as like, okay, I mean, if you're doing one night stands with strangers, like that's the way to do it. Yeah. Very lovely. But yes, so she says he's basically, you know, too slutty for, for Which her. Which is so amazing because it wasn't two years ago that they did an was an Amazon home uh, <gasps> That's right. commercial what? together because now he is with JLo. <laughs> I, was, I was like, poof, JLo. JLo don't mind. Um, but JLo's like, look, I've been married so many times. This is fine for me. <laughs> this is fine for me. I brought a gun in a club with uh, my fiance Puff Daddy. We're, I've, had a, I've lived a life. Then we get to Ryan Phillippe. Um, where, and Kim says she like, like, look, mom, I don't want to date in the industry. I want a normal person, which is very interesting given who she ended up with. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. um, and then she kind of says, you know what? I, maybe I just want a nice Armenian man like dad. And she, if only if they're lasered, she and then <laughs> Chris is like, okay, Kim. And then to Mario, she goes, it's a must if they're Armenian. <laughs> this immediately turned into a story i storyline i wasn't expecting and i loved which is the pursuit of an armenian man for kim also this the next scene was chloe getting her first laser hair removal and yes! i say bravo producers this was classic why this is what the the house of keeping up with the kardashians is built on scenes like this I remember when I like first, this is around when I first got came into the show and like, you got to remember guys, you didn't see this stuff. Two sisters gabbing while a woman is lasering her vagina. 
And oh. like it was about they're talking about dating and their vaginas. Another and they're it, this is such a fun scene, Marcy. I was. I mean, it's great. Like there's so much fun. Kim is so shady in this episode in such a fun <laughs> yes. way. So Chloe's complaining about how everyone keeps asking for Lakers tickets, and Kim goes, "I dreamed of the day someone would ask me for Saints tickets," <laughs> which is very funny because there was a time. There's been many bouts of very embarrassed Saints fans where people are just like, "They." It was at one point they the fans would go to games with paper bags over their heads because they were such a bad team yeah but they were supporting them but they were embarrassed that was like a very classic moment in saints history (laughs) that's funny i did not know that (laughs) oh my god so that and yeah and then we at the so they're literally covered in like numbing cream with these huge glasses (laughs) and it's just really funny and and they're talking about how Kim is very into appearances mm-hmm. in terms she's listing all the things she needs like in a man and of course it is this like really like detailed list and and I, and I think it is true I think we know that about Kim um, and then there is a very funny exchange at the end where so Kim is so mean and it's so funny she basically says she says to Chloe who's laying there getting lasered by the woman hey you have a better looking vagina than I thought and when Chloe's like well what did you think my vagina looked like she says i thought it was gonna be like a shaved rashy vagina oh my god it's so mean what does that mean but you know what it doesn't stop chloe she's like you know what you're gonna love my butthole then (laughs) it's so funny and they're they're laughing so hard the woman wielding a laser is laughing very hard which worried me it's so funny god they're great if you have to like laser vaginas all day it's nice to have a little like um you know a comedy break i loved it uh bless them but truly i it's like we we got used to it these kinds of scenes but this was not what was happening on reality tv at the time you did not watch <laughs> sisters like laugh about the other one having an ugly vagina while a woman lasers and it's it always chloe's vagina <laughs> they uh, they were bringing it so early uh so we so then we we then we're at dash and caitlin is there and uh caitlin is helping fix the toilet but we know that it's because she mm-hmm. wants laker tickets it's saying that they're for kendall and kylie but we know that it's it's really because she wants to go absolutely and and then who should arrive one chris jenner with the world's biggest gift box biggest (laughs) gift box ever it was this giant ugly bag the ugliest bag we loved a metallic bag at the time though you know we did love a metallic better boho 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 all day and all night boho (sighs) me boho me baby those (laughs) fucking uh olsen twins Uh, with the boho bags just when we we we'd gotten our eyebrows back and away from Gwen then these Olsen twins sh- tell us that we can wear big sacks and big metallic purses and look great uh and they it's the ugliest bag it's so big it's as big as Chloe it's and so ugly they didn't say the name of it <laughs> And basically, we have Caitlin and uh, Chris competing mm-hmm. for Chloe's love. And I love that Chloe just says, you guys are really shady people. <laughs> Not shitty, shady. Just shady <laughs> people. So Chris is really pulling her weight in this episode. The yes. next scene, she goes to George and Jack's uh <laughs> 
precision luxury car detailing which we've seen before that was where she got where the famous episode about kim's bentley came from Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and so she's like hey you guys know any dudes and they're like kim for kim um i don't know if she's gonna like any of our friends we're mechanics um not that anything's wrong i just we're not sure that's kim's thing she's sort of like perfect you know <laughs> like they are terrified at the idea of having to set up uh, a real living man with kim kardashian they're like we look we really need the business we're not trying to like fuck around here <laughs> Then it leads to the, uh, now that I'm we're recounting it. This is one of the funniest episodes I think we've had in a really long time. This is, it is so funny. What this next? It is so it's, funny, guys. It's a baffling thing for a mother to do. So it's Chris and Courtney riding around Glendale looking for our median guys literally going up to strangers like it's a missing person like you would if someone had gone missing asking do you know single armenian men at a at a bakery play a baklava store it at uh, like a deli like wherever they can they're just like they're so game they're going in everywhere and chris is asking i to set that she wants to set up her daughter kim kardashian we inexplicably have the quickest shot of chris Smoking a hookah. Because she's going to our... Listen, look, they did a solid for all the Armenian restaurants and markets in Glendale. She went to them. She showed their sign. We saw the Venetian. Um, She got baklava from a man. You know, she's... She tells Courtney, she's like, this is the land of your people. And Courtney's like, this is not the land of our people. This is Glendale. <laughs> and Jesus. you gotta remember, this is when we have a spanking brew. Spanking brew? What spanking <laughs> new uh, Americana at the brand? Oh, this this is the mall. This is our beloved mall that had yeah just opened mm-hmm. at the time, Thank right across you. the street. Thank you, Arnold. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, we also have a very funny quick shot where she's like in this midst of her going up and harassing men. She hugs a woman on the street. And then one man, she asks, uh, his face is blurred. And he says, I am a priest. And that's all we hear. So she also asks another woman. She's like, are you Armenian? The woman's like, no. She's like, all right, bye-bye. <laughs> Just hunting for Armenians in Glendale. Oh, it's a beautiful, it's a really beautiful little segment. Very well produced. Very, very funny. Um, and then we are back at Chloe and Lamar's house and Ooh, still hot, get. We got a hot Rob in this scene. Hot Rob. Ooh, we got hot Rob. They're hanging out at the pool. It's Malika, Chloe and Rob. Uh, and uh, Chloe is still getting harassed. Kylie's calling, asking for tickets and. You know, we're just learning that for Chloe, these tickets are more of a hassle to have than anything. Yes, it is a burden. It's, it's a, a pure burden. And it's a she burden loves, that everyone can relate to. <laughs> she loves Rob because he never asked for tickets. And he's like, yeah, I never do. Can I have another one? Because I have a date this week. <laughs> and so she's like, oh, okay, fine. Malika, Rob and a date. Malika's my date. Blah, blah, Perfect. Blah. The four Rob tickets are spoken for. Done. Malika. <laughs> then, yeah, then she picks up Malika and tries to make uh, make them kiss, I she guess. She was really, really trying to make Rob and Malika happen for a long time. 
Yes, I I forgot about that. Uh, that whole that whole dance while mm-hmm. she literally is forcing Malika onto his face. Um, all in good fun, and then and <laughs> this next scene, we have Chris. Uh, at this, the top of this scene it is so funny. Chris is yelling to Kendall in the other room. Kendall, come in here and bond with me. Pretend it, that you like me. It was so so funny. And can I just say, <laughs> go look at Chris's earlobes in this scene, and go look at them now. She and I think it comes up in like the teaser for the the mid-season premiere that she's asking Scott if he's ever thought about getting his earlobes done and it's because she certainly did because she had some wobbly wiggly ones in this I'm scene. gonna have to get this surgery someday for sure I've already accepted it and it, look if you're a woman who loves some hangy earrings and especially if you like like the real shit like gold and all of it you're that's so funny you brought that up i completely clocked them and was like yikes it looks like a calamari hanging (laughs) off her head a calamari (laughs) it's bad um and she basically she tells she informs kim that she has set up a blind date with one of the guys from the uh from the car place uh precision has has found a man for kim that they're gonna go professional soccer player he plays for the la galaxy uh the soccer team here and kim immediately even though she had in a previous scene asked her mom to find her an armenian man she turns it down says no i don't do blind dates Mm -mm. makes another joke about armenians being hairy no kendall does kendall Kendall asks if if he's a hairy beast yes in a very specific accent too (laughs) (laughs) kendall (laughs) you're a child clearly someone did it in front of you it's not your fault (laughs) not your fault um then so we don't know if we're gonna if if she'll go on the date she leaves the room saying she's not gonna do it and then we have back at this is a real hop around episode yeah back at chloe in lamar's house um we have chris really just working overtime this episode she arrives with just armloads of baked goods sweets Mm -hmm. all all of lamar's favorites Still trying to butter butter them up. She wants these tickets bad. Chris is driving all of these storylines is yep, what's crazy. Absolutely. It's because she has lazy kids and she wants it more than they do. <laughs> exactly. So Chris, when she finds out that Rob is bringing a date, she is livid. Livid. That is not fair. And then he was like, you don't even like the Lakers. She's like, I have been going to Lakers games since before <laughs> you were born. I went with some auntie i don't remember who and then she's shelly maybe shelly yeah and then she storms out which i think saying that you've been to many lakers games should mean that you don't get to go yes rob is gone to less than and yeah uh, let him go let rob go but i just of course immediately i was like of course chris jenner was going to laker games in the 90s of course and like with auntie shelly of course shelly um and then (laughs) and so she's mad uh and then we have oh yeah so then we have courtney and chloe hanging out and and we're oh no sorry courtney and kim and it they she needs to call this guy well because Uh, kim's like i'm not gonna do anything courtney's like that's rude just call him i'll call him and pretend to be you but (laughs) the way they did it was so strange uh she calls kim calls and says hi it's kim kardashian and then hands the phone to courtney it's like no you don't change it (laughs) mid call 
you start off with Courtney doing it. This is not how you prank call. Also, no. why? Yes. And so, but he turns out he's nice. They have a little nice chat. She, he says he's from the Jersey. He's from New Jersey. She asks if he knows Snooky. <laughs> fair, fair question. She Another, only knows reality stars. <laughs> really also important to remember just how big that show was at this time. We want to forget sometimes that they were the most famous other people alive at the time. Um, And then he pitches our beloved carousel. Yeah. She Um, was going to say no. And then he said carousel. And she was like, well, we did tell them we would feature them on the show. So we we must contractually highlight a beloved uh, Glendale and there's a Hollywood location uh, restaurant carousel uh, this was a really big thrill for me because they've had it on the show but mostly delivery they've had it at yeah. the house so I think as I remember it this might be the first time that they're at the at, at the actual restaurant and guys if you visit LA go to carousel it is honestly delicious they have belly dancing on the weekends they it have rules. vegan options they like they have a, like it's there and they're great like the service is great. Now, I, I do love that she said the most flattering thing about the date after she got off the fo- phone call. She said, why not? What else am I doing? Oh, my God. Kim is so mean. Kim is on when she's so mean this episode. Oh, it's, it's wild. I love her when she's a bitch, though. Yes, she's great. So the date is on. Then we have Chloe has decided how, what she's going to do, how she's going to handle all this competing for the tickets, she uh, gathers the whole family. Says, "So, who here thinks they're going to the Laker game?" They all this raise their the, hands. The wrong way to do it, guys. Wrong way to do it. Wrong way to do it. And she says, "Great. The answer is no one's going." A real like mom move. I feel like an early oh, yeah. mom move is to say, "Well, the answer is no one's going. Uh, we're all going into my my and Lamar's beautiful purple and gold screening room, and we're gonna." watch it on TV together because family is family and division and the tickets. And I didn't follow this speech, but um, that's her way to teach them a lesson. And they're shocked. And then Caitlin goes, you know what? I vote for that too. Because she wants to get tickets next time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. <laughs> so they, uh, it seems that Chloe's bad plan worked. Um, and then we go back to Car- there were, uh, then it's date time at Carousel. I, I will say this really quick before we move on to the watching in a screening room. They should have really taken advantage of watching things in public while they mm. still could, because now they basically yeah. are prisoners of their own uh, castles. That's such a good point is like the kinds of storylines that were that that happen now literally can't you could never have chris jenner bopping around brand boulevard in glendale like hugging it is unfathomable that kim would be sitting in a restaurant uh on a date i mean they still go to restaurants but it's like they they cannot do a lot of the things we've talked about it before Mm -hmm. if nothing else then the armies of hidden nannies um that they have to crop out of frame um so yeah, it, it's it's too bad, but they so then we get to to the date. His name is Aleko, which is a Greek name, and um, and he's really nice. He seems nice. They talk about Armenia. It's fine. It's fine. They have a nice time. Kim is is being lovely. She's clearly not interested, but they and this poor man is being trotted out. But he also got to go on a date with Kim Kardashian, which he'll get to save for the rest of his life. Yeah. 
Um, and then that's it. So they go back to Chloe's screening room. Uh, and things are back to normal. Chris is bossing Chloe around, demanding her bring her <laughs> to bring her things. Um, you know, I was as you know, I said earlier they should have enjoyed public while they could have. But if I had a screening room like that, I'd never go a place. I'd never they, go a place. I have only been in a few, like maybe once or twice, like a rich person you know a rich person's home who has them and they are just it is like the lap of luxury it truly is so decadent feeling like mm-hmm. a little a movie theater in your house like oh what a dream um can i just like say that i went to a very uh famous director's uh palm springs home they were not there they were letting someone who worked for them use it and they had like these velvet chairs in the screening room and i was like this is it it's i a friend of my high school friend was I can share this because they she didn't end up staying with him, but was dating around this time, actually, around like 2007, um, a guy who's from a very, very, very wealthy Beverly Hills family. And it's to this day the nicest house I've ever been in. And it had it was like one of those things where you're like, oh, it is real. These kinds of houses. It had an elevator. It had a screen, had a movie theater screening room. It had just like the, just those things that you're like. Oh, the a whole world is happening. It had like the way these they have the the, the his and hers like mm-hmm. giant closets and like where it's like a chaise lounge like in the middle of the closet and like oh it was just I almost wish I'd never seen it. <laughs> Dances in my dreams. <laughs> it was so fancy. Oh boy. Um, uh, maybe someday. So then yeah, they're they're they realize it's good to have family this is great we're having fun kim comes back from her date she had a good time she's horse as hell I was yeah like, what i was is like happening? what happened what happened at carousel <laughs> i guess it was a different day it was filmed is what i, I can thought all, the same the I only thing the i same. can imagine um but she was sick and was like oh yeah i forgot i have to end the date night scene okay <laughs> um yeah and that's it they're just that's like it. it's a, this one ends really sitcommy of them all like piled in on the couch and stuff it really felt like a an end of a tgif like series from our youth like i feel like oh, kim like, like falling on chris and being like oh god i think like that's like a weird part of a lot of reality shows um uh, of this era is that they are like and everything's fine exactly it just Here's has the- that the moral that very, of the story is family and it's so weird now that we're so deep into like that's like do a piece to remember that is so different about like um bravo shows housewives all of it is it's like this need to structure them like they're not structured at all like that you know like that it no. needs to button up at the end and it's like no it needs no. to be worse at the end cliffhangers <laughs> um what a fun episode this was yeah. great uh, we had a blast. Uh, so yeah, you know the drill. We release our new episodes every Monday. Check out our website, cardishonet.com. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Please rate and review. We won't make fun of you. That we've never. We just had to do read that one. Oh, we've uh, done it before. But hey, <laughs> that's part of leaving us a review like that. Is that it's my public? That, it's public. Everyone else saw. We just wanted to. We wanted to have fun <laughs> with it. Oh, God. Um, Check out our Twitter and Instagram, like our Facebook page. Email us at Cardishonit at gmail.com. Thanks so much for listening to Cardishonit. Bye. Bye.